0: Welcome to Ring of Fire! I'm Alex Barr,
1: doula and educator. And I'm Emmy the Birth Wizard. This is where we talk about the tough moments of birth work. And help you transition into fire starters.
0: Start streaming. right, we're live!
1: and we're sleepy, and we need to wake up. Stop. Hey, guys! <laughs> Welcome to Ring of Fire, where I'm Emmy, the birth wizard. And I'm Alex Poller. I don't know what the deal was. Duplicator. <laughs> Duplicator. I, I said know. that without
0: laughing this time. You did. Uh, I have laughed every single time that's come out of my mouth
1: since we discovered it. Why? Why is it funny? It just sounds so goofy to me. Oh, I mean, like, anything that's, like, two smash words together, I feel, sounds a little goofy. Yeah. It feels very, like, hey, guys, I got this hot idea. Let's <laughs> let's sell it to the kids, right? Like, yeah. we take Taco Bell and we smash it together with this and then it makes that, right? Like, yeah. it has that vibe. Um, we're doing an exciting episode today. We're doing uh, uh, How to Doula It, one Yay. of those episodes uh, they were received so well, and I think it's because... Uh, you and I experienced this, there's not a ton of information out there. And if it is out there for how to start up a doula business or like how to operate in this business, it's from someone who's like fully trying to sell you something. Yes. Everybody's trying to sell you
0: something or how you, you can make it work like they did. And
1: yeah, it's rough. So, um, and I think part of it is to, um, a lot of times people don't go into this thinking of it as a business. Yeah. So there's already that lacking understanding or knowledge when they go into it because they think, like, either if they do believe it's a business, this might be their first exposure to running a business ever. Yeah. Um, To be frank, a lot of the individuals who do go into this work tend to be coming from stay-at-home positions from their lives before and then coming into it. They tend to be stay-at-home parents and then becoming doulas. Or, again, they they haven't done it before. And
0: I'm fully guilty of that, of not realizing that this was going to be a business. And not understanding that if I didn't want to join an agency or do something differently, that I was fully going to be running a business. And I still say sometimes that, like, if someone would have told me that this was a business, (laughs) I was starting a business, I might have thought about it differently. (laughs)
1: it's it's, because it is so so hard it's very difficult and I think uh part of that difficulty is I mean there's a lot of factors to starting a business and understanding that like learning curve is steep and it's even steeper if you happen to be in a community that you don't feel that support or you're not already connected into yeah and that doesn't matter what business you go into that's that's all of them that's completely all of them um I think it's interesting because I come from the upside. I fully understood this was a business. I reached a point in my life where I'm like, I want to start a business. Which one <laughs> should I start? So I went between three. Yeah. Um, I had the full discussion of I would become a, a personal organizer because I'm neurodivergent. And I thought that would be great to have a neurodivergent personal organizer for those who need that extra help yeah. and get systems into place. Um, didn't love that. Uh, <laughs> and it's mostly because a lot of those individuals end up in hoarding kind of situations, and I'm not equipped for that, Yeah. Um, and it would have taken a lot of training to be equipped for them. Yeah. Um, also, I didn't love that the business is kind of centered around, like, let me take beautiful photos of cabinets, yes. and, and I and just- And not like how you can help people. Right. Yeah. Um, so maybe later in life, who knows? Yeah. Um, the other one I had come up with is an IBCLC, and I fully looked into that. And then I was like, ah, that will take a lot of time. Yeah. I don't.
0: And we know that's not fully off the table. <laughs> no, for sure not. <laughs> but
1: at that time, I was like, that's that's going to be a lot more to upstart it. I won't be able to have that satisfaction of, I'm ready right now yeah. to upstart this thing. I would have to go to school and find mentorship, all of that. And then the third one was doula, and I was like, I could do this. Yeah, yeah it's I looked on the donor and you website. are doing this. Right yeah. I looked on the donut website and I can do it in six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so um completely different mindsets when we were going into it. I fully yeah. saw it as a business. Not... I
0: have always been looking for like what I wanted to do and I found different things, but I fully thought it was going to be like, a server bartender like until I had my kids and my kids were older and then I would figure it out. And then I kind of got like punched in the face with like, Oh, people need help now. (laughs) Yeah. So here I am kind of thing. Right. And so that's where it's like, it's definitely what I'm fully called to do. And I feel that I need to do it's the business side. I'm kind of like, Oh, I'm sure if anybody could take that off my plate
1: I'd be so appreciative I'm sure there's plenty who believe this way too where they go into it and they're like oh never mind or even like man this isn't what I was expecting and you know that's where I really shout out agencies being such a great resource especially if you're a newer doula who's like uh, never mind. I really like the supporting part, but not yeah. the business part. Agencies are great for that because yeah. someone else is taking care of that business side for you, yeah. making some of those decisions, and like that decision fatigue can kind of go away. Yeah. Um. You still have to work. You still you still have to do still the get work. people. You still get to support people, you you s- to yeah. Support people. but yeah it, yeah, it does take it in a different form. And I find that a lot of people end up having this question and yeah. Alex has been to enough networking things with me <laughs> where I talk openly about pricing yeah. and openly about like how to charge and like it's usually my conversation with most people of like what are you charging? Yeah. How much? Yeah. What, do you, what do you offer with that? Because I find it's not a discussion happening in the open even yeah. though the person I'm talking to is also helping to sell my prices. So I I truly so see what if, other like, people
0: service? are charging is important Mm -hmm. and just to go back a little bit i will fully say that because i feel so passionate about this work and because this is what i feel like i need to do i that's what's pushing me to go to networking events to market to put my face all over the internet like to be so open and do these things that past me would be absolutely mortified (laughs) that I'm doing is because I'm like, okay, I have to make this work so that I can continue to do that. And part of that is what we're charging. Yes. Right. I still have to live. I still have to pay rent. I still have to figure out how to make this sustainable. And we talk a lot about how we do that. And part of that is pricing correctly. Yeah. And I've seen you. And what's interesting is so many people, at least in our area, do not put their prices on their website, which I find very interesting because... I think personally that price transparency is so important for your industry, but also for your clients. Yeah. People, it's hard when you are not a part of an industry to go to a website and be like, there's no price here. They could want to charge me like $200 or they could charge me $3,000. And I've always had this understanding of like, that prevents people from reaching out right because I think it's kind of I don't I don't know if it's intentional but sometimes it is like a well I want you to like like me so much that you'll still pay sometimes people can't pay and I've been in that situation where I'm like uh, the gap of my understanding of how much this is going to cost is too wide
1: so I I can tell just off of like that notion alone you and I have different ideas on it because I fully leave them off because I think of myself as a fancy French restaurant <laughs> like you need to be like having a nice dress when yeah. you come to my place and like there's a reason the prices are off of here yeah because I want you to know you're having a quality experience and your your card will will, will make it that's fascinating If you're already interacting with my stuff yeah it's because You want a money experience. You want a high quality experience. So that's why I leave mine off because I'm fully trying to signal, like, if you're asking yourself, can I afford you? Yeah. Then I don't want you as a client. (laughs) Like, sorry, guys. um, Part of my sustainability is making sure that I don't fuck around with people who are like, well, I saw your price, but you're like a little out of my price range. Yeah. No. See, and I think
0: that's fully understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that's why I say I don't think it's like purposeful. No, but I definitely do try to be very transparent. For sure, but we should be at least transparent within our industry. For sure, and with the people that we
1: that are professionals with us, right? And if and it's happened before where people have emailed me being like, "What is your range or how much do you charge?" And I always clarify like, "This is what you get when you hire me, and this is what how much it costs." Yeah, I I want to make it clear that I am not a newbie doula nor an inexpensive doula or I am fully the doula that will charge you quote unquote an arm and a leg. Okay. guys, like, but there's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. And it's because I'm dedicated. Um, and I only take on about three clients a month. So I really want to make sure you have to charge enough to do that. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, um, I I have considered though, in kind of your vein of like, maybe I should put it on there. Um, but I think it would honestly, like, I, I go back and forth because I'm like, if I put it up there, then it will fully scare away people yeah. of being like, oh, price. Like, yeah. I think all they see is price then instead of service. Yeah. Um, but I, I fully agree with you. It should be transparent. So, yeah. I, the, reason, the reason
0: I feel that is that if this was a restaurant, right, there's a reasonable amount, right? If I'm ordering a salad, I know it's not going to. Cost a thousand dollars, right? <laughs> Even at a fancy restaurant. Yeah. When we step into these realms of places we have no understanding of, it can be like, uh, yeah, right, like, yeah. I want to go to a birth center. I want to go to a midwife. Is that going to cost two thousand? Is that going to cost fifteen thousand? I insurance cover it? Yeah, like there's so much more to that. That that's where I go with being transparent but I understand what you're saying.
1: Right. Yeah. Um so how did you determine your price? Was there like a number right off your head you're like this is what I'm charging or did how did you do your your like um negotiation, I guess. So you can't be mad at me, but I did not do anything that we're about to talk about. Uh, that's okay. I, I want, I think it would be good to show the journey of like where we started because yeah. I'm going to fully admit like how I started yeah. and how I did the calculation. So I'd like to hear yours and then I we'll go from there. I like, truly
0: looked at what other people were charging. Yeah. Right. So I truly looked at what other people were charging
1: in our area. What did you put into consideration of that? Because I mean, you could look up at hundred doulas and they all charge a little bit different. I looked
0: at like doula match I looked at some of the doulas that I had met I had been um at that point when I started charging I had done five free births already like yeah did not charge anybody so any amount of money seemed good <laughs> right. to be fair um but I started at 900 I felt like it wasn't gonna be the lowest yeah was it gonna be the highest um and I did a couple births at 900 and I was like Just not enough money, right? (laughs) There's times where you're at a birth or you're driving to a client's house again or you're, I don't know, just being on call and you're like, am I getting paid enough for this? Yeah. Right? And I don't ever want to feel that way because obviously 100% I'm there for my client. Mm -hmm. But again, like I said, you have... a a life that you are putting on hold to support these people. Yeah. And sometimes I am in consults and I'm explaining what doulas do. And they're like, you do all of that. Like they're very surprised by what we offer. Yes. Um, so I only did a couple at 900 and then I bumped mine to 12. Okay. Yeah. So, and I don't do photography. Um, I am one terrible at it. And two, I really feel like, for me, it would pull me out. Yeah, it would fully pull me out of supporting that person, right? Yeah. Because I'll take a picture here, or there, especially if it's a cute moment, like that kind of thing. But I, that's not what I'm there for. For sure. And if people want that, I suggest that they hire somebody for that. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So it's twelve hundred just for just, but if for my birth services and how many prenatals do you do? I do two. Right. So there is driving that's involved with that. Um especially if you're only compared to if you're doing one <laughs> yeah. and then I do a postpartum visit and then I do in-home support often as
1: well so um, and then uh, is your education included with that since you're a dual cater no do you have a package where that's included
0: kind of um, essentially my dual clients get like a hundred bucks off of any of my classes okay so because I understand that if they're taking my classes that there's less for me to talk about in those prenatals, right? Yeah. In the prenatals, I'm trying to talk about what I think is relevant to them and relevant to their birth.
1: But with my classes, I know all of that stuff will be covered. Gotcha. And then are, is there anything else you do? Because, man, if you, if there's a service out there, there's a doula who offers it. <laughs> um, I offer uh, evening and overnight postpartum support
0: for my own clients. I don't do them for other people. Okay. Just as a way to hopefully continue that Care.
1: and do they buy those in like uh hour by hour or they're like blocks or is this, this still kind of like it's still so- kind of a new thing gotcha see what happens cool, cool. all right <laughs> see what happens in the moment all right and I think it's right. very fair pricing yeah. especially for for about a year ago which is really when like you kicked off really hard yeah. so that makes sense when I started it was January of 2020 um, I looked around and I did what we're going to talk about here in a moment, but I did the full price breakdown and I figured out for my first three births, I was going to charge $500. So that way I could get the donut certification because again, January, 2020, you nothing have bad certified. is going to happen in the world. Um, <laughs> so I didn't have to be certified yet, yeah. but I wanted to be because I felt that that was important. Yeah. Um, because my only exposure to doulas were, were essentially ones that I looked up online. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, this is important. I should do that. So I discounted the services down to 500. Um, I only did one birth at 500. The rest I charged $1,200. Yeah. Um... And I did that very quickly because of that price breakdown. And I just looked at the expenses and I was like, I just need to be able to make enough to make this make sense. Yeah. And I fully could not make sense of anything more. It's really funny because I I went back recently to like update my duo match that I'd forgotten about for like almost two <laughs> and a half years. And so there's a package there for $800 originally, and it was called Sight of Tranquility. I even had cute little names because I'm birth wizard, so I came up with cute <laughs> names. I came with two prenatals for $800. Yeah. So I was like right along with everyone else at that point. Yeah. Um, that was pretty average, um, especially for an uncertified doula at around yeah. that time. And I think it was probably a little bit after I posted that, that I raised my prices. Like almost <laughs> so immediately. $400 yeah. after that. Um, Yeah, so let's go over, oh, the things that I offer. So now at yes. this time, I'll go ahead and explain to you guys, because I always do, of what I charge now. It is 1500 for base price. That's for me and my doula partner to visit you once and then uh, in home or like at the birth support yeah. and then one postnatal. That's what you receive. Um, for 1750 you end up receiving photography which is 30 edited images so it's pretty pretty low numbers yeah we typically uh, supply way more than that yeah but our turnaround rate is a week because I find it inappropriate if you're going to be a doula to be giving over photos months later even mm. a month later I find it's inappropriate yeah. uh, so if you can't turn it around right away you should stop taking. Clients, and that's my hot take um I love it <laughs> because people deserve their images quickly especially yeah. after an event like that and I fully I see processing I fully see exactly I fully see photography as a processing tool as a tr- trauma-informed tool yeah um from there we in that 1750 we offer belly binding which is a session that you can pay for on its own for 110 dollars that's mm-hmm. what we value it at um we also offer um, a piece of education, whether it's childbirth education or uh, a particular one being VBAC or general cesarean. Yeah. And then um, there's one more thing in there <laughs> because I offer a lot. That's it. Those are the three. So, yeah. And um, you're going to start doing placenta, right? Yeah, so we're going to be yeah. offering placenta here in the next couple of, uh, hopefully by next month. And when that gets offered, we'll be bumping up our prices to 1750 and 2000 Yeah. My hope, honestly, if there's any postpartum doulas out there listening, is to get a postpartum doula part of our team. Yeah. So that way each of our clients receive at least 20 hours as soon as they sign up as a part of their package. Yeah. And then that way that package would be uh, $2,500. And they so get th-
0: everything. And then they get yeah.
1: everything, everything. Yeah because I really feel that postpartum care is very important. I'm just not the soul to do it. Yeah. And, um, so that postpartum doula would be taken care of and our clients would be fully taken care of. So yeah. that's, that's the model we're moving towards. And I really want to make it to where it's sustainable for everyone and like yeah. people are getting paid well. So,
0: and I don't think, I don't know if people understand that by not charging enough, you are not making it sustainable and you are increasing the chance of burning out, having to leave this work because you can't make it work financially.
1: I think people don't realize that it's much harder to answer your phone at 2 a.m. if you're not being paid well. Yes. That just that and, I, and I
0: felt that when I was doing free births, right? Mm-hmm. I felt that because it's it's hard. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to be like, I'm literally losing money here. Yeah. I am losing money to support this person, and I would honestly love to do this for no money, <laughs> right? right? I would love to be, like, that is where my heart is, right? But I did learn very quickly that that's not... An option. That's not an option, and doulas are not accessible to a lot of people, right? No. And so that is where I shifted more towards a childbirth educator model Mm -hmm. because I saw there was more good that I can do. There's a lower barrier to entry. There's more scholarship opportunities and that kind of stuff while sustaining a higher price with my doula business and making sure that like the people that I'm taking on as clients are getting the full amount of support that I can offer.
1: Oh, question, because I do know you offer this. Is your price different for a virtual client versus in-person? Uh, in, in person?
0: Yeah, so it's a little less expensive. Um, okay. I charge like $900. it will probably go up soon. Um, but that's purely because... You don't have to drive. I don't have to drive anywhere. Um I offer that you can call and text me while you're in labor. I will not be on the phone the whole time you're in labor, Ah, right? So I'm available if you have a question, if you need help, if you need to talk through something, if you need to make a decision, right? You don't know what's going on, that kind of stuff. Similarly, if like your client calls you in early labor kind of thing, Um, but I'm not going to be on the phone the whole time. Okay. So, and I make that kind of clear, like... You need to make sure you have a support person that's going to be your support person. And I'm available for that
1: additional contact if gotcha. you need it. Gotcha. All right. You guys ready for that breakdown? Yes. I'm so ready. Okay. So we have two different ones. Okay. Um, first, if you guys need a moment, I'm going to pause and plug our Discord so that way, you guys can grab a piece of paper and a pen, so you can follow along with this activity. Yes. But just a reminder, while you guys go grab that piece of paper and pen, we have a Discord server, uh, where you guys can come and hang out with us. Where I'm sure I will take a photo of this, so you guys don't even have to grab the pen and paper. Look we'll at you join join the Discord server. <laughs> uh so go ahead and do that and then all right we need more friends there yeah um
0: we are posting our after show there it's an unlisted link there's also a lost episode on there and last week's after show, after show we did Smash or pass with cartoon characters it was really hilarious it is live now but you have to go to our discord to get the link exactly
1: so there you go all right you're back of course you're back <laughs> and you fully join that Discord. I love when people do this. Um, beautiful. Well, congratulations. Uh, we're about to break down your startup costs of having a doula business. So uh, number one, uh, you guys have heard us say it before, you don't actually have to be a trained doula, right? I, never going to plug a place that uh, certifies or whatever. You don't have to. That's not a part of this work. Yeah. But let's say that you're like, let me do that make sure that you've written that down as a part of your costs, your upstart costs. And yeah. obviously there's ones that are, are as little as like 500 bucks, all the way up to like $3,000 I've Who's seen. charging $3,000? Um, autonomy Mommy, I believe. Oh. This is close at least. Yeah. Um, That's a high so, one, yeah. Yeah, so it's really dependent on what you want and like yeah. what you want it to look like. Um, and if you want it like those those uh, trainings to be in person or not and yada yada so just keep that in mind because sometimes that mentoring is in there or whatever your training is make sure you write that down as your first cost yeah should we write down ours Um, or no we don't need to (laughs) I don't fully remember because uh, it would be embarrassing if I wrote it down.
0: We've talked about it on the the pod before. (laughs)
1: Uh, Next one would be books because typically we end up buying books, whether it's from the training organization that you do or the like what to expect while you're expecting kind of books or the like um, learning about birth kind of books or the ones uh, that are required reading and what have you. Um,
0: I have a a decent amount that... Like were required for my birthing advocacy trainings, and I had a bunch for <laughs> my own personal reasons, and then other people that I support, and then I care about, and then I invested in them sharing their inform their valuable like yes. knowledge and stuff. I tried to support that
1: as well too. The other thing to consider, just to keep these costs down, your local library is pretty fucking awesome, mm-hmm. and if you're someone like me who doesn't read physical books because of whatever your reason uh the local library does have audiobooks on an app that you can rent and then you can do it that way so it is an option you know, uh, just to keep these costs down in case you guys are starting to calculate in your brain you're already like, woo, we're already getting kind of high. Yeah, but I can't talk crap about books because I have a bookshelf full. (laughs) Um, Second is any educational aids, and I'm talking like posters or like the spinning baby pamphlet things or like anything that you would like keep in a binder to like refer back to later, yeah. um, I think is a really important thing. Um, on top of it, like the pelvises and the babies and the yeah. like, I paid stuff for your doula bag, right, right? Stuff For your doula bag. I paid a local artist to make me a cesarean book. Yeah. So that, those are a part of that cost. Yeah. Um, I paid that individual almost $120. Uh, they made me a cesarean book and three different, uh, breasts, bring to um postnatals to learn about breastfeeding and like i showed them how to squeeze and that kind of thing and i made sure they were different sizes and different colors so that way it was representative um clothing and shoes i think is something to really talk about uh because sometimes your normal wardrobe ain't gonna cut it yeah. Um I've talked openly before that I bought some jumpsuits that I've worn ever since. The lucky for, jumpsuits for like six bucks at, at Walmart on clearance and I'll keep singing their praises. But I haven't I haven't found my ideal outfit um, yet. It's it's still my favorite. <laughs> you throw on like a flannel over top, you look cute, you're warm, yeah. right? It's like a vibe. Anyway. Um that's something to consider though, because maybe uh your chucks aren't a great idea or your sandals uh, you might want something a little bit more sustainable especially if you have feet or back problems you know
0: especially if you have feet right just not feet problems (laughs) but having feet yeah for sure
1: yeah (laughs) especially if you're gonna be around water and you have to now consider a quick dry or whatever so there's that and that's backup clothes as well and making sure you have that in
0: your bag because you always need backup clothes yes you always need backup clothes If you do not have backup clothes in your doula bag right now, I need you to go put them in. Well, wait. Um. (laughs) Because there's been multiple times that my backup clothes have come in handy. Oh,
1: nice. Advertising and marketing costs, and we're talking like your flyers, your business cards, the like rack cards, dropping off cookies to the local midwives to be like, hey, I'm a new doula. Those cookies cost have cost yeah, it's expensive and even
0: the cost of i don't know child care so you can go have coffee with someone or you can yes. go to a, net, a networking event or yes. like that ta- that takes time but time also is money in that yes. way and like i know sometimes i'm like oh i've, I've spent a lot of time meeting people <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, yeah
1: um i think another cost that we don't talk about is like uh, how much it'll cost for Canva and do a Match and mm-hmm. to be listed on this side and that yeah. side and like and your
0: website and your domain fees because websites usually charge monthly or yearly, like yep. that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another one is if you choose to become an LLC, yeah. um, that has costs, so does liability insurance. And again, I would highly recommend everyone to have liability insurance. I go through my own uh, insurance company. Thanks. And so I was able to get it fairly inexpensive and it rolled together and it covers me. And I, I hate to say it, but I've called them twice to check if I, if I was covered in a case because there's, there's been births I've attended where I'm like, I'm just gonna make a quick phone call. We're good. I'm glad you're good. But I'm just sometimes without even
0: your... Anything that you've done correct, right, Yeah. Still can make you say,
1: Oh, like something was sketchy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Um and also check out because sometimes um home warranties and renters warranties like cover a lot of different things. So maybe check out that. That's, That's just like a fun fact for everyone. Uh some fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> um the other one is Bank fees, Venmo fees, PayPal fees, yeah. all of that. It's, they all take something. They all take something. That's that's a part of those expenses. Um, branding logos, that kind yeah. of stuff to help set you apart, and then um, your client management services, yeah. and again that that's a part of more like hidden costs. Like for a while, I had a plan only, where like I paid for it yeah. because I was managing several like different accounts, and so that was a cost I didn't even think about of like, oh,
0: there we go, there's costs, Yeah, cool. Yeah, and a lot of those are like yearly or monthly, and they do add up after a while. And especially in the beginning, when you're maybe not making money, or not charging enough,
1: (laughs) um, it's like those things hit a lot harder. They do. I think the other ones to put in there is like, if you're someone who needs to update their phone, or buy a separate phone because you're like, I don't want to be bogged down with this phone for that way I have an on-call phone yeah. versus a nut. Uh, laptops, uh, any sort of um, internet s- connection is internet what you connection. Said, yeah. The thing that happened with me and my husband is I ended up needing a second car yeah, because I couldn't keep driving our shared minivan to births because yeah. it was causing issues. So a car was a part of my startup costs. Yeah. Um, so these are all those things that you guys need to consider when, like, doing starter quests and all of that, and I'm, I mean, just based on a car alone, you know that I've spent more than $10,000, let's just mm-hmm. be real, so, yeah. um, these are those things to consider. And if it's not to, I, I'm
0: glad we're talking about this realistically, because I, again, was not explained all of this, and the more I dug into the more I was like, okay, this is... It's going to take me a while to become profitable. Yeah. Right? If you spend five, ten thousand dollars 10000 on getting started up, how many clients are you going to need before you actually see a profit? Right? Because right. if we're talking about a business,
1: that's something you should be tracking. For sure. Right? And again, I, I think it should be preface, do you need to spend money on all of these things? Absolutely not. No. You don't have to. You don't have to have a website. You don't have to have like a particular person do your logos and your branding Mm. you you don't even have to carry liability insurance you don't have to become an LLC you don't have to do any of these things you could do literally zero startup costs you could just be aware that your steps forward might be a little bit different than everyone else and you might have in some cases a tougher path
0: and and look at what you need right like Because I've talked to other doulas about this before, where it's like, if your plan is to really blow up your business and go full time, invest the money if you can, right? right. If this is a side business, if this is if this is, oh, I want a doula for my friends when they get pregnant, I want to help my small community, whatever it is, you don't have to invest in all of that Correct. stuff, right? You don't have to go full force. Yeah into it right you and I have gone full force into this yes because this is what we're doing right we're yeah. doing it fully um so
1: what I, I was laughing because I'm like I should have written down uh starting a podcast with other doula as my startup cost
0: <laughs> um because that's cost us time and money and oh yeah all the things right and a lot of effort and stuff like that but it's again it's you just have to think about what you need, right? Yes. Do you need to pay somebody a bunch of money for a logo? What are you trying to do, right? right? Are you trying to set yourself apart or are you already known in your community? Do you have enough connections to not need to be on those Facebook groups and on Doula Match? Like right. you really have to take into account what what you're walking into. Right. And that's where I feel like there's not enough conversation, no, right? for sure. I should, I should have known, but I'm not from here. I don't know anybody. And when I started this, I still knew nobody. I didn't know anybody, right? right? I literally am starting from scratch.
1: Yeah.
0: Starting from scratch with every person I know, every friend I know, every every time someone refers me, that's something I specifically had to do in the last two years yeah. to get started, right? No kidding. No kidding. So, there, I want to go back until... Baby Alex. Baby Alex, like... You can do this, but it's going to take a lot longer than you think. Yeah. Right? It's going to take a lot more work than you think. It's going to take a lot more. Right. It'll pay off, right? We'll get there. But I I didn't see this as my path. Like, I didn't see how hard this path was going to be.
1: And I think um, that's a completely fair point because even someone where I just said, like, I fully expected this to be a business. I fully expected for me to get way over ambitious and have big goals and all of this, I still on the daily think of a former mentor of mine who used to call me Veruca Salt from Willy Wonka being like, I want it now! <laughs> um, because that's that's completely me, where I'm yeah. still in this place of like building and growing and I'm still like, man, why do I have to keep fucking investing like in yeah. this thing to like get it to the place that I want it to be? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it's okay, it's okay to like be building it and for it to grow because literally I'm the same one on this fucking podcast who (laughs) told you guys like it's not hunting it's it's gardening right so look there's a reason I hand out the advice because I'm literally in my own head every day like slow steady it's okay it's gonna take time this investment will pay off and it has to a certain extent it has definitely paid off Um, I think from here that cost needs to be in the back of your head when you go into what you charge clients. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you can make back your uh, your investment within the first year, um, and maybe two. Maybe two. <laughs> what
0: is, what is the? There's something people always say. Small businesses take a certain amount of years, on average, to make a profit. Three to five. Three to five. That's also okay. the, uh, the amount of time it takes them to fail. Yeah, because most, most fail, right? So that's where it's, again, like, it's, to, good to, it's good to know
1: that this is a business. Correct. Right? It's hard. When you go into it. So three to five. So whatever that, that number was. So we're just going to, for funsies, again, remember you guys have that piece of paper, right? Um, <laughs> I'm going to, for funsies, say that. You get homework today. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, is $10,000. So my goal in this, like fantasy world of this yeah. math problem is that I would love to have 10 clients in my first year. It's not impossible. That's essentially one client a month plus like an extra client here and there. Yeah. Not impossible. Uh, would it take some hard work, sweat, and tears? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it would. Being someone who had 10 clients in their first year, it's possible. <laughs> um, so It's okay if you don't have 10 clients in your first year, guys. <laughs> it's also okay. I did not. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's totally okay. So, um, when we t- talk about that, keep that number in mind, and I'm just doing it because then it comes down to a thousand. Yeah. Um, so then you, one of the things that a lot of people suggest is look at the average fee in your area. Here in Arizona, in our particular area of Arizona, it's twelve fifty for just, um, and it, again, I always feel weird saying just. Yeah. Um, for services of an of a doula with one to two prenatals. Support in person one to two postnatals, yeah. Okay, so 1250, depending on who that individual is, which I
0: think is a good thing to bring up is that what other people in your industry are charging is going to affect it's going to impact you, yes, right? Especially if you're looking at people who've been doing it for a long time, people who have more like standing in the community, agencies, there that does go into effect, yes, right? And we don't, we don't, it sucks. Right? But because again, I like I said at the beginning, this is an industry that not a lot of people know about. Yeah. And they don't know they don't know if they're hiring the good doula or the not good doula or the mm-hmm. doula that's right for them. They most people don't know. Right? So there has to be there has to be an understanding of how that will impact what you can charge.
1: For sure. So then from there you take that fee that you kinda wanna charge. Twelve fifty is our our goal in this scenario. Yep, and then we're going to subtract expenses. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and subtract, because we said for this one, a $1,000, so that way we can knock off that uh, that expense at the beginning. So we're down okay. to 250, guys. Oof, ouch. Uh, now we gotta do travel, which means your car, gas, parking fees that you acquired during that. Let's just say, to be kind, it was seventy dollars <laughs> <laughs> to like have for, a full for things.
0: gas for, we'll say one to two prenatals, going what? to their their house maybe for uh, like early active labor, going to the hospital. Yes. Parking when you get to the hospital, and then you have to include the amount you take to Head get back. to the postpartum.
1: Yep. So we're gonna say seventy bucks. Yeah. Right.
0: Should we be subtracting a thousand from that? Meaning? So we subtracted a thousand because we're trying to pay it off in the first year. Would it be more accurate to start putting like two fifty per client
1: <laughs> to our ten thousand? Yeah, we yeah. could do that instead.
0: Yeah, we could do it yeah. that way. So let's be more conservative. <laughs> we'll be nicer. Fine.
1: We'll be nicer. If
0: it, I'm thinking realistically. If you have yeah. twelve fifty in your account, yeah, probably gonna spend that. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. So seventy comes off of that thousand because we put the two fifty towards our ten thousand. Then okay. Uh, Alex is being much kinder to you guys. I'm obviously trying to like conquer the world still in this math. Um, you will conquer the world. <laughs> we understand that. <laughs> Some people just want to hang out. Just hang. Just hang. I get it. Pay oh, the rent. I right? change the vibe. <laughs> I change the vibe. Uh, so we're down to 950. But we have to think about um, did you eat? Okay. Because maybe you ate on the way over to that uh, mm-hmm. Prenatal or during the midst of that birth, okay. depending on how long it took, and I'm willing to say that's 15 bucks to be kind. Yeah, um up to 30, truly, because like to do it multiple times or, or like pick yeah. up the coffee for that early birth and then like have the sandwich, the crappy sandwich at the hospital. Yeah, the sad one, you know, the sad one, the one that has no condiments on it, and you oh, bite into it, and you're like, so Aw. sad. <laughs> This was a turkey. I thought they would at least
0: put me on the So we'll say 30 yep. for meals.
1: So that makes my math easy. We're down to $900. All Materials. Right. Materials include things like I have prenatal books that I bring. I pay essentially a printer $2 for every book. Um, along with that, though, is like oils that I use or lotion or... Mm-hmm. Um, even like papers that I'm printing out and all of that count as materials. Yeah, uh, The 10-unit pads count as that. Mm-hmm. So let's say for kind reasons, that's, uh, I, I would put that anywhere between $15 to $30 again, yeah. just off of each client. And again, you're bringing stuff for prenatals and then in the midst of the birth and then for postnatal. Yeah. I think 15 to 30 is like a conservative ex- estimate. Yeah. What would you say? I would say like, more like forty. All right, Probably she
0: might. Uh, we'll do higher. On yeah. 40. Well, and I also want to consider that uh, I know lots of jewelers who bring gifts. Uh, yeah. Right. Is that for? Oh the... my God,
1: guys! You. Oh, you just hit a nerve with me. Gifts. Oh my God, y'all with the fucking gifts. What if gifting is the love language? Emmy?
0: I I'm so glad we're talking about this because Emmy, like I
1: I feel very strongly about yes. the gifts, um because I started with gifts because I got encouraged by, uh, a prior doula, like give gifts like yeah. because then they'll like do reviews and <laughs> it'll be great but yeah. these people never posted about them I ended up spending tons of money on these gifts, yeah. um and when I say tons I mean like forty bucks like yeah. anything over. per client is way too much. And then, honestly, most people don't really want to put their kid in the onesie with your fucking logo on it. Like, I'm sorry to break it to you. They don't want to do it. Which sucks, but... (laughs) It sucks, but why are you doing it? So if you're going to do a gift, be clever with it. Pull it into your branding or make it something actually usable. So that way, at least, if you want to be the gift giver, make it make it mean something. My gift is the chapstick that I gave you in labor and the eye mask that I gave you in labor cuz I don't reuse those. Oh, nice. Uh my gift to clients is their timeline. Because I laminate those and then it's presented essentially as a gift Aww, to put cute. into your um baby, baby book. book. Um, but again, it's a fully, like, a trauma-informed tool. Yes. And then the other part of it is it's fucking free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am paying essentially the equivalency of Pinching 10 a cents yeah. per gift. Yeah. But I see I see y'all out there with them gifts. Like, I... It's hard to ooh, not waggy gifts. fingers at y'all I'm with a your big gift giver. I can't talk With shit. your gifts. <laughs> the gift that should be given is them gifting you. <laughs> um, which,
0: which is which has happened to me and it's really sweet and it's and again the best gift is a five star review and you tell your friends about me (laughs) tagging you in Facebook posts and like stuff like that like all of that stuff super valuable and I find that like especially the clients you connect with you're gonna see that yeah so sure
1: so um we I, I will now write that down as a cost for later when we go over it but thanks Alex, no. <laughs> you, you guys, I, I, I know, it's a hot take. I'm the only one who does not like gifts. <laughs> um, next one is childcare. Uh, another tough one. When I'm talking about childcare, I also mean your best friend picking up your kid and watching them, yeah. even though they don't charge you. Because more than likely, you still picked up your best friend a cup of coffee on the way home. Yeah, or Hopefully. <laughs> That kid still needs to eat while they're over there and have diapers or wherever their stage is in life. So I would love to
0: know if you have heard of somebody having sustainable child care situations.
1: I have. It's typically individuals, though, who have au pairs. Mm -hmm. So that's an individual who's through an agency that's um, traveling from overseas to come and live in your home. They take up a space in your home, which, like, that's a cost, and you still yeah. pay them hourly. Um, I had a similar situation with some of my childcare at one yeah. point. Um, some of the other people I've heard out there are living in situations where they have someone living with them who's like a roommate or a friend, yeah, along with their spouse or whoever it may be, and that's how childcare is done, or a, a grandparent doing yeah. it. Um, I'm those are the kind of situations I've heard. Or a um, spouse where that's that's their full-time job.
0: Yeah. Or they have the ability to stay home. Right. Or, yeah. Um, and take over the responsibilities if those were your responsibilities in the first place. For
1: sure. It's, uh, one of the ways I make child care more sustainable is I got a partner so that way I could trade on call. Yeah. So at least I'm aware of, like, when I need my child care really going. Yeah. Versus when I don't, so that can that can help mitigate some of those costs as yeah. well. Um, but yeah, that's something in there, guys. Uh, childcare is a beast and a half. Yeah. But I I think that's probably one of the most common issues I hear. So here in the valley, I know it's about eighteen dollars an hour for um, for childcare. Let's, so let's say, say that was like a twelve-hour birth. Yep. Um, doing math right now, which is two hundred and sixteen dollars. We're gonna round up because you were really nice to your person, <laughs> because I don't want to minus sixteen. Yeah. Um. So we're looking at eight sixty minus two twenty, and so we're looking at six hundred and forty dollars at this point, guys, yeah. after childcare. And that's if it's a twelve-hour
0: birth, <laughs> and that's if you were able to secure maybe free to inexpensive care for a prenatal, right? Yep. Prenatals and postpartums are pretty simple because you can schedule them. Yes. It's easier to make sure you have care that you don't have to pay for.
1: For sure. I think the next one is any sort of extra services you give. So like I said, I offer belly binding. Yep. Those belly binds cost uh, $45 per one. Mm-hmm. I offset the cost with that of like, it is an hour and a half visit. Um, so essentially out of my pocket, that's close to a hundred dollars. So I charge yeah. 140 to be able to do that. And I wrap that into other costs. Yeah. But yeah, some of that needs to be calculated in there. Let's, let's just say cost literally is a hundred dollars. So we're down to 540 for those extras. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that would only be if you have a physical product, right? Physical product. Yeah. But I'm also talking like, um, if you're doing, uh, a private childbirth class, like you still yeah. have to put that cost in there of like driving over. Yeah. Or if you're someone who's like, I don't know, you do like placenta paintings, like the cost yeah. of doing that. So that's why I'm making. But you it. would hopefully be charging more for that. Please for charge sure. more for that. For sure. Um, so let's say the cost of whatever your extra services. Let's say there's multiple hundred yeah. bucks. Um, from there, having a maybe you pay uh, a backup. Or that fee gets pulled out, so that's something that has to be considered. But the very biggest one I think that needs to be talked about is uh, life costs. Yeah. Right? Like, um, one that recently happened was to me the other day. It was my kid's first day of school. I got called at 3.30 a.m. to go into a birth, so I didn't get to do the first drop-off of my kid going into kindergarten on the bus. And it sucks, because I even remember... Like I'm at this birth, this person is fully given birth. They're just waiting to come out of the OR, and I'm watching the clock. Like man, if they just one hour earlier, I could have made the bus. Yeah. Um, and obviously it was fine. I was home by the time we could get them off the bus. I still oh. got the cute moment, but there's plenty of other examples in my life where it's like, man, that party would have been fun to go to. Yeah. Or ah, maybe tonight it would have been cool to just hang out a little bit longer instead of going to bed on time so that I knew it
0: because I knew I was going to get called in for a birth
1: right or the possibility was there yeah um those life costs are real and you guys need to consider them and it might not be where it's pulling cash out yeah but you know it's it's there just Uh, think about it yeah. yeah and then so right now we're at 540 I can tell you on average let's say fuck you had to call in that um calling that backup for whatever reason. Yeah. Let's say it's just for two or three hours, I know people are paying anywhere between thirty to forty dollars for hourly. Yeah. For a backup. I know for myself I pay my backups beforehand two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah. So which I don't I don't know how many people do that. Not many, yeah. but I do it because I wanna make sure my backups treat the birth very seriously. So that way if they do get called, they're ready to be called in. Yeah. Because again it's much easier to answer a phone when you know you're getting paid at two AM. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially um, if
0: I pay my backups if they're so they are there for the full amount of the birth they get sixty percent of my fee.
1: There you
0: go. Um if they're just there for a few hours, I pay them thirty dollars an hour with a minimum
1: of three hours. So let's say we called in our backup for three hours.
0: Well, so I think if we call in a backup, it's kind of null and void, right? Which is why I think people are so afraid of backups is because if I call in a backup, I'm saying goodbye to 60% of my fee. Yep. So that's why it's important for me to make sure that I have not too many clients. And I have a backup that I can really trust and rely on and that kind of stuff.
1: So... This way you guys know um, what you are left with here. If you guys weren't following along with that math, let's say a backup was called in for the minimum of three hours Yeah. at 40 bucks an hour, that's $120. So we're down to 420 is what we made off of that burn.
0: And without backup, we're at
1: 540. So $540 to do this work. Yeah. How do you feel? (laughs) Not great. Not great. Not great. Not great. Not great. Um, and we didn't even, we haven't even talked about the next part, which is taxes. Yes. And so for taxes, you take the percentage of
0: your profit. So that's your fee minus expenses. You find at least fifteen percent of that. Mm-hmm. So which is
1: eighty-one dollars. In our case, if we didn't call in that backup, so our actual profit at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, and. Boys and girls and people (laughs) all in between is $459. That's what we get to go home with. Um, Dudes, my friends, do you guys want to know, because we did say it was 10 hours, what you got paid hourly to do this birth? Do you guys want to know? Was it 10 hours? Because we said that we called childcare for 10 hours. Oh, uh, that was for 12. For 12? Did we say 12? We did say 12. I think it was 12. So, for 12 hours and and prenatals, postnatals. So with that would be, f- uh, let's say it's two hours for prenatal. One. One to two for I the I have up being there for two for postpartum. Yeah, yeah, so an extra four hours then. So divide by 16. 4.59 divided by 16. You guys can tell I'm stalling because I'm not awesome at math, uh, $28.68 per hour. Yeah. Um, to give you guys a, a, an no. idea, I typically see uh, doula services valued between $30 to $40 an hour. Yeah. So you guys are with this average fee, allegedly, not saying everyone does this at this yeah. um, amount of expense rates or whatever, or even are paying themselves back to pay off their initial investment is $28.68 an hour. So,
0: let's say we've already paid off our so we yeah. add the 250 back. So, say we've already paid off our initial expenses or we're literally like, I don't care. Right. <laughs> Doesn't right. matter to me. They're gone, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. So that's 709 is Cuz I couldn't tell you how much I spent in my first year. I have no idea if I'm profitable. or not. I didn't have a QuickBooks I was just going. Wow. I was
1: just so, holding on. Let's say you you did an Alex and you're like, uh, sure. Oh, by sixteen. Oh, yep. Uh, let's say you were an Alex and you were like, whatever. Uh, I I invested into this business and it was a lot of monies. Um, but we don't have to worry about that. That's for future Alex. Um, <laughs> to, it has truly become future Alex's problem. Uh, just so you
0: know. Do not recommend. Uh, Do not it,
1: recommend it's that. All good. That train. Um, but. That bumps us up to seven oh nine is essentially mm-hmm. what we got paid with this birth. And that means hourly it was $44.31. So a little bit yeah. happier of a number, right? Yeah. Um, but, it is and, some, sorry, it, but it is something to consider when we are doing these breakdowns. The reason I find these breakdowns so important is when I've done these with doulas, and Alex has literally seen me do it, Of like, what are you doing friend? I want you to stay in this for a long time. I want you to get paid. And yeah. they're looking at it like, I'm losing money. How did I not realize I was losing money?
0: Because we started with a $1,250. we have known people. I used to charge a 900 Right. We've known people charge less than that. You really can lose money. Yes. Doing this if you're not careful. And this, of course, is like the best case scenario because births are not only 12 hours, right? You no. Know, Births can be much longer than that. You can go back and forth a couple times. You can. There's so much other things that happen. That
1: sandwich can be way more than $15 for yeah, a sad sandwich. Yeah, or maybe
0: you need four meals instead of one. Yeah. Or, like, there's so much more variables. And by charging a little more, yep. it allows you to have that wiggle room in there. Yes. Um, And <laughs> it's... It sucks to look at that number, honestly, and think about how many people charge $700 or 900 or, right, and, like, that's and tough.
1: I'm okay with you guys charging whatever you charge yeah. if you've actually done these breakdowns and you can tell me what your profit margins are. Yeah. Look, not everyone's in this to make money, and I can I am fully for that. Yeah. I just want to make sure that you guys know that you're worth that money. Yeah. Um, you've received education, whether it was paid for or through mentorship or through, like, ancestral knowledge, whatever that yeah. was. You're full of knowledge. Um, you're you're doing a service that not a lot of people do, and it's valuable. You're giving up, again, life costs Yeah. Um, that we need to consider. Oh, and the thing we didn't talk about with life
0: costs is, like, how often are you answering the phone? How often are you texting your client? If your client hires you at 12 weeks, how much communication do you have? How many times have you had to stop what you're doing to research something or, you know, send evidence along, right? That's all part of our job. And it's not to say, like, don't do those things. It's to say, like, we should be valued for those things and paid for those things because there are people who don't want to do this for money and don't need to do this for money and I think that's amazing but like to truly do this forever we do need to make it sustainable yeah. right we see so few doulas who are doing this for a long time and that sucks Yes. right we see midwives who have been doing this for 20 30 years right we're not seeing the same amount of doulas who are doing that
1: right. and
0: I feel that there's probably a reason for that
1: Yeah. you know yeah so I guess the next one is, spiritually, um, I know that some people have a hard time hearing that they need to be charging more, um, accepting that they're worth more. Yeah. What is like a piece of advice that you would give for them to be at peace with, like, I know this is average, but I'm going to charge a little bit more than average, yeah. or like I'm going to change my pricing. Because I I looked at this number and Emmy did all that math with me and she would not like my number. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: What, and, what would you say? It's the cheesy shit, right? Where it's like, you cannot care for other people if you don't care for yourself. And I really, really 100% believe that. It's not like a platitude. Like, you, when I was at a birth thinking like, I didn't get paid for this. I'm losing money to be here. That is a shitty thing to think. Yeah. I did not feel great about thinking that, right? No. I felt like, and of course, I there's no negative energy towards a person I was there for. I was 100% there for them. But I thought that and I said, oh, that's why I should be getting paid for this. Yes. Because I am literally losing money and time and all of this stuff to be here. And I want my whole self to be here. Mm -hmm. When I go to a birth, I'm not thinking about what's going on at home. Right? I'm not thinking about the other stuff in the world or the stuff that I could be doing because I'm being compensated to be there. right? Right. And I have developed relationships with these people and I want to be there. So if I am still, trying to figure out how I'm going to pay rent and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to feed myself or if I have enough money for the crappy sandwich, like it pulls you away from what we're, what we're there for.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And it's not easy work. We put so much into this Yes. for people that we don't know.
1: Yeah. Right. A lot of times that we don't know. Yeah. A lot
0: of times, right. That we don't know yeah it's so important that you can put your full self there and I think we live in capitalism that making sure that you are being paid to be there is important
1: yeah for sure like speaking of capitalism the the one that really got me was I was working at the Disney Store and someone said how much do you sell how much is your life worth per hour here and I had that, like, oh, shit, every, f- every hour I am literally selling an hour of my life to Disney for 15 bucks an hour. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. right? Like, it really hits you when you hear it in that kind of context. Yeah. Um, and I want to be worth more to my clients than that. Yeah. And I know that they value me more than that, right? Yeah. Which is why I don't work in retail anymore. <laughs> but, like... Um, fully understand that like when I do when we do these breakdowns that that's essentially what you're selling an hour of your life for yeah because you can't get that that hour back Yeah, and if, if it is more valuable when you look at that number to be with your kid or your spouse or doing something else yeah. or you would love to be with this person but like you just you you have to make money in a different way yeah then then find a different route or charge more. Yeah. Um, because there'll be always someone who will charge less than you, but that that's up to them to to figure it out between them yeah. and what they're willing to charge an hour of their life for. And that's what we talk
0: about a lot too, and I know I've said it a lot, is like do you want to be picked because you are charging the le- the least, right? Because we're not we're not talking, in this scenario, we're not talking about charging less because you're a community doula or you're really trying to support people who have less. A lot of times it's like, I'm going to charge less so people pick me. Right. Right?
1: Is that... The race to the bottom is what just, you to the do? Bo- bottom, yeah. just to the bottom, guys. It's just to the bottom. And the bottom leads out. <laughs> so, <laughs> it just leads out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think the biggest one is like, when you talk about community doulas, obviously there's um, nonprofits out there that operate off of grants and yep. personal donorship, but a lot of those doulas still get paid decently yes. yeah. through those
0: programs, yeah. right? Um, so there may not be costs to
1: the clients, but they're
0: right. they're getting paid, which they should be.
1: <laughs> right, for sure. Right? Um, the other part is what if you're someone who's like, all right, I'm willing to charge more. But I still want to give back because man, I know what it's like to be given that speech yeah. of like there's really bad mater- maternal mater- uh, maternal mor- mortality rate. mortality, Perinatal Thank you. mortality rate. Thanks, um, rate going on. And there's um, a ton of issues inside of our system. and yeah. ultimately, I understand that and I'm here to like fight against the system and be an advocate yeah. and, and dedicate my life to this. How can we do that sustainably, Alex? I know you do something that's really cool. Yeah.
0: Um, so, for me personally, I take uh, 10% of everything I make and it goes into a mutual aid fund. Um, and that looks like when I see things, it's very informal. That's why I don't tell people about it. If I see people in the community, I follow a lot of mutual aid places. You know, someone's looking for X amount of money for to pay the rent or to not get evicted. Or I see there's a quite a few really great nonprofits in our area yeah. that I will send those funds to. So I just right. put them to the side. I know for every time someone hires me, I have X amount of money. And when I see that, I divert those funds. Um, I also offer scholarships with all of my classes. Yeah. And I call it a scholarship. It's truly just me saying, you can be here for free, right? It's costing my time. It's costing $6 for the workbook, right? That is something I'm totally comfortable giving back for. Doesn't bother me at all to do so. Yeah. Um, that's
1: all I have right now. Right? right? For um, now. Yeah, for now. So. One of the things I do is um, nonprofits get a severely discounted version like, it's the full version of my trainings, yeah. but it's severely discounted for them. Which is and, awesome, yeah. I mean, it basically costs me money to do it, <laughs> yeah. but it's so that way those nonprofits have access for their doulas to get this kind of trainings. Yeah. The other things that I do is a lot of times I'll offer, like, free spots to people um, mm. for our education in particular, because that's something I can do. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of... Um, so I started up now donating at least 10% to the abortion funds. Which is out awesome. there yeah. Because that's something that really sticks with me. And it has to be done, in my opinion. Yeah. Because um, I'm, not, I'm not willing to sit back. Um, yeah. But that's part of the ways that I give back. Yeah. That's where some of my
0: funds recently rent. <laughs>
1: right. And you don't... And, like, this is all to say... Maybe right now is not that time where you can give back. Yeah, um, and that's all right. Um, one day you'll reach it, and yeah. I know you will because you're listening to yeah. this and you're a fire starter <laughs> and yeah. you're gonna do it. Um, but just know that, like, it's okay in the beginning if you don't have a plan for giving back. Yeah.
0: and there's there's also you know my the amount of money I can provide is capped. You can provide your time, right? Yes, volunteering your time in your community is so, so powerful and so beneficial, you can do that as well, right? Yeah. You can share nonprofits. You can share mutual aid things. You can share all of that stuff. You can volunteer your time. All
1: of that stuff is still a way
0: to give back. Yep. Right? For sure.
1: You know? Um, yeah. So just a reminder, guys, like, to be kind to yourself. When yeah. you guys go through this math problem, I would love to see the results. Yes. Um, you don't even have to say, you could just be, shoot a message on the, on this discord being like, did the math problem, didn't like it Uh, or loved it. Turns out I'm doing great. Like I would love to hear both sides. And it's not to shame
0: anybody, right? We just want you to know that you are worth more. And if we are thinking about this from a business standpoint and from a sustainable standpoint, we want you to get paid for what you're worth because this is such a valuable thing Yes. In such a valuable—I don't even want to call it a job—valuable
1: career, whatever it is, service. right?
0: Service, I think, is great because we are really serving people. Yes. That you, we want you to get. Paid I think with the your word worth. is calling.
1: Yeah. Because that's truly what I believe this is—it's a calling—and you guys deserve to stay in this calling. Yeah. So, um, here's to you hearing this episode and being like, "I did not need nothing to this." <laughs> um and i hope you guys join us next time where we talk about more fun things for fire starters and uh yeah you have any plugs for us buy our merch buy our merch buy our merch talking of sustainability (laughs) buy our merch because we would love to make this sustainable for us we are fully volunteering our time to be right (laughs) but Um, it's
0: okay because it's only we know that every week we will at least hang out once Yep. So that is the benefit to us. For sure.
1: Um, but yeah, buy our merch and join our Discord. Join our Discord. And yeah. also um, know that this is all going to be okay. You, yeah. you can fully run a business, guys. You're I doing promise. a good job. You are. Your doula moms are proud of you. <laughs> every time I see you guys, tears in my eyes. Every time. Aww. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's a good way to end. We love you.